Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. And for all of you new listeners, I'm basically like the lovable fuck-up of a brother that the family refuses to talk about. Anyway, sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh. And just know, during those times that you're in complete shock and disbelief at what the boys just revealed, that I got your back, and I'm going to let them hear about it at the beginning of the very next show. So happy listening. Sebastian Show, special Corona edition. I'm Pete Corielli. We're back. Sebastian Maniscalco on the other end. We know he don't got it. I don't got it. Have you been pested? No, but there's like uh, 24 people in the whole county who have it. I mean, our, our political guy was on today saying, literally, he said that maybe they should do a study on our region. I don't even know. I mean, maybe we all got the fucking plasma. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Well, what do you got? Twenty-four people in the in the entire county that has it up there, or what? Twenty-four people. Uh, actually, I think it's twenty-six, and it's been holding steady at twenty-six for like oh, a week straight. Two died. I think they were down the block at the nursing home. God bless. I mean, they're probably glad they got it and wrapped that shit up. Um, and then, other than that, you know, I mean, I went to Walmart the other day. It's it's like out of a sci-fi movie, man. It's absolutely it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for civilization right now. Well, even though the 24 people have it in your county, people are still walking around with hazmat suits? Oh, yeah. everybody, Everybody's, um, uh, you know, masked up. But there's, you know, I live uh, right in town, you know, right down the block from Main Street. So there's a lot of pedestrian traffic. And when the weather just gets a little warm, everybody's walking around and, like, you know, some are in masks. Most aren't. It's only when they go into stores and stuff that they mask up. I don't know, bro. Twenty-four people. If if that was the case here in L.A., I'd be walking around with my mouth open, catching sneezes. I mean, come on. Yeah, twenty-four people's nothing. Well, that, that, that's why they, they're starting to get really they're raging. I mean, Monday, Jackie woke up. What the hell's going on? Why aren't these kids in school? This is insane. Who would homeschool their kids? This is insanity. And then, uh, you know, I just start walking downstairs, and she goes. Oh, so that's it? You don't want to talk? You don't want to talk? I go, you're not, you're not talking. You're venting, and I get it. It's fucking crazy. It's all crazy. Go for it. Who's more pissed off at the pandemic, you or Jackie? 
She's. I think she's more pissed off at the pandemic. I am, and I'm sorry. I don't know if this is an edit. I'm totally focused on China, man. I mean, I, I know you, you. You've told I us know. before. You've got a problem with China. We we, we realize that, but <laughs> but here's my problem. Yeah. And as I sit there and look at this objectively, don't you find it odd? that kids are not affected from this virus. Well, yeah, isn't that? It's like, yeah, of course. That's all part makes it part of the sci-fi aspect of it, you know, the way it's hand-picking who to, who to get and who not to. Bizarre. Do you find it weird? Well, which makes me believe that this was fucking man-made. Yeah, but by who? Peter Pan? I mean, what the fuck? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a virus in history that skips over children. But, you, but like... I'm well, just saying, uh, put a couple things together. I'm not going to spell it out for you. Affecting old people. Right? Population control. I'm just saying... I, all right, but listen, and I know this is mean to say, but if we need to do a wipeout on, like, a large majority of the population, I run across way more 20-year-old assholes than I do 80-year-old assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're <laughs> suggesting is we possibly start a virus to start wiping out millennials. Wipe out the millennials? <laughs> then the 80-year-olds will die off in the 10, 10 years anyway. Then you'll really have to run in a mill. <laughs> <laughs> O-M-G uh, Again, people, this is comedy, not factual stuff Do not take our podcast at all for being serious We're just here to be light-humored and uh, and getting you through this Yeah, so, yeah, and, and, I, I, and can I just add, any, any millennial that listens to our cast I'm not, I'm not counting you people Absolutely yeah. not. Those are the educated millennials. Oh, yeah, those are the winners, baby. They found us, we found them. All right, continue on. I apologize for the interruption. Got to tell you right now, let me start off by saying out of, out of the 35, 37 days, whatever the hell it's been that we've been quarantined, today is one of the best days I think I've had. I woke up at 73 degrees out. I took a nice walk with my family in the morning. Breath of fresh air, no masks. Um took a walk a little around the neighborhood i had a couple phone calls this morning had some encouraging news coming out of uh, some of these states uh from what i understand uh you know georgia is taking an aggressive approach in reopening restaurants this friday and movie theaters on monday what do you think of that i think that's just beautiful news beautiful news now my thing is like and you had mentioned this before when we were chatting for a minute you said, like, Georgia's opening, and you said, where else might be opening a little bit? Uh, Texas, I think the comedy clubs in Texas and Nashville said they're going to open up in May, which is encouraging news. So uh, we do have some type of light at the end of the tunnel here. Uh, it's yet to be seen what these uh, early openings are going to do, say, in three or four weeks if uh, if the virus is is going to be the same, less, or greater than. We don't know those things. But I like the, the fact that some of these states are at least trying to open up the economy to see if they could survive. Uh, I'll tell you this much, man. If 
States like Georgia and Texas are the only ones that open for a while. Can you imagine the lineups? Like, you'll have the Rolling Stones playing across the street from you and Seinfeld. Right? It'll just be a pecking order. Everybody wants to everybody wants to perform. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Totally. Yeah. So these southern states, I think, are the ones, and, and, and they're saying that the, the damn virus can't last in the sun more than two minutes. So, uh, you know. Yeah, but I mean, but then what is the Wuhan special wearing sunblock? Because it's killing people in Florida, too. So what the fuck? They don't know what they're saying. They don't know shit on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like every good news that comes out is later than... Uh, like five, six hours later, a guy comes out going, oh, wait, wait, not so fast. The sun doesn't kill it. We found out the sun actually mutates the virus. You know, there's always like a, a counter argument yeah. to any good news you hear. Absolutely. And, and then they add like, okay, in some miracle world, bro, in a miracle world, if you are literally saturated with the virus... And you fart, and somebody puts their mouth up to your ass hole. There is a one in a million chance that you could give them the Wuhan. So, now, now the headline will read, it's in your farts. Holy shit, it's, it's in your farts. And nobody reads past the fucking headline in this country. So now they're walking around texting each other, don't fart. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, man. So, I'm with you. It's all, it's distorted. I don't know what to make of it, man. No, no one does, man. Every time I read something that I get a glimmer of hope, you know, I turn, I turn on Yahoo News and then uh, up at the top, U.S. total closes at 800,000. Death surpasses 42,000. Give me some good news. Another study, death rate rises when patients get the malaria drug. They said this malaria drug was going to be fantastic. Now people are taking, people are dying because oh, of the malaria drug. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, and then they'll come out with the next article where they go, oh, shit, sorry, we were wrong about that malaria thing. They just move on from it. I got a cough. Holy shit, I don't have oh, it. So the Ebola virus... That's got to suck, huh? I don't have it. <laughs> What's the... Now, uh, you see in the news today, these two doctors from China that were the original ones in the epicenter where it started, so they're better now. They're still in the hospital, but their skin's darker now. <laughs> they, they went... Like, literally, they, they they went from, like, you know, maybe mulatto to, like, oh, yeah, you're from, you're from uh, India. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm hearing now, too. The dermatologists are saying this thing, this thing, uh, discolors your skin. <laughs> now, where was that six weeks ago? Like, don't you think that story would have came out six weeks ago when they start seeing people that were coming in with this coronavirus? They're right. going, holy shit, their, their skin's turning right. color. Get that up on the headline. Why all of a sudden now we're finding out the skin turns different colors six weeks into this Be thing? Because they're competing with Netflix. They're sitting there going, don't tell them the skin shit right away. We'll let that bubble. Bring that in at the end when they start thinking about dipping a toe back outside. Then we'll hit them with the skin and the fart shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All so calculated. You, you yeah, you think they have all the symptoms, right? Let's say 
Let's say they got, uh, say, 27 things that happen when you get corona. Right. So you're thinking there's a big meeting where they go, all right, guys, listen, week one, we're giving three symptoms out, all right? As this thing increases and people get more comfortable, start hitting them with four or five different symptoms. So we got enough symptoms to last us for about three and a half months. That's it. And they go, we're going to open the whole show with we're running short on ventilators. We'll get them all percolated with a whole fucking ventilator thing. And then we'll divvy out keys like exactly like you're saying. I don't even By the way, I saw in the news today, you know George Stapanopoulos? That's close enough. Right? <laughs> that, this, this guy's got the virus, right? His, his lovely wife had it. Now he's got it. He's got the virus. He's in. He's got it. There's a photo of him yesterday walking his fucking dog down Main Street in the Hamptons. No mask, no nothing. I mean, pale as a ghost. It's either this guy knows shit we don't know. And he's like, look, we're all dying from this shit. I'm walking my fucking dog. I don't care. <laughs> or, or what? What is he doing? And then and people are honking at him, going, "Guy, you're infected. Get off the street." So yeah, this I didn't know oh. that this guy was walking his dog, uh, and he's all virused up. Yeah, yeah, it's like taking the virus for a walk. <laughs> God. Oh God, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just craziness. Um, yeah, it is. We went on a nature walk yesterday. Uh, one of the assignments for the preschool was take your child out and gather twigs, leaves, and rocks. Nice. And then you make like a like a I don't know like a little flower arrangement when you come home. So we went out, and uh, let me ask you something. Um, we didn't. We went around the neighborhood, and Lana yeah. had like a, a scissors with her, yeah. and some of our neighbors had you know roses growing some lavender and whatnot now what if you were inside your house and you saw uh, a couple with a child in a stroller cutting one of your roses off your bush would you go oh look at that or would you go what the fuck it ain't though bro that's i literally would call 911 that's assault <laughs> <laughs> i mean that there, that is no different than if I had a dog on a leash on my front lawn and you just went up with a bat and started hitting it. I'd be like, "What, Ugh. bro? That's I'm not saying I wouldn't do that move. That's a night move. That's a walk during the day without the scissors. See who's got the nice flowers, so then you can come back and do a quick pick at dusk." Uh, that's a good move. That's a good move. But we were in the midst of the project, right. and I was a little bit more leery about going up some of these bushes than Lana. Yeah. Well, Lana's like, got a way about her, you know? With Lana, well, two words out of her mouth, the owner will come out and help make a fucking bouquet with it. <laughs> you know? He'll go, I got a basket in the shed that'll look nice. <laughs> so, I think you're right. I, I think she could smooth talk any neighbor into, like, you know, getting a flower out of them. But <coughs> what we did was I'd go and I'd say, babe, babe, and I'd shake my head like, you know. She would go right up to the bush. And, and I'd go, no, but babe, babe, too exposed. It's right in front of the window. If you're going to do it, do it with a bush that's kind of off to the side. I'm looking at cameras to see if they had cameras uh, placed. Yeah. My wife doesn't look at any of this stuff. What, what is she going up with? Little pruners or scissors? What are we? Yeah. <laughs> She's got a better method, though, dude. If she gets busted, it's innocent. It's like right out of a Mary Poppins movie. I was just picking a car. You, it's like obvious you're trying to vandalize. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, she's not making any, like, I'm coming up like I'm going to rob the house and I'm in and out. My wife is sitting there looking at each one, actually picking out the most ripe flower to use in the collage. And I'm like, babe, snip anything, put it in the basket, and let's get out of here. She's like, sound the music, whistling a tune, birds are hovering over. She thinks they planted for her to pick. <laughs> She's turning back to Serafina asking her, which one do you want? Serafina's pointing. I go, look at you making a spectacle. <laughs> By the way, can't you wait till Caruso's three and he just looks over at you like, want to get the fuck out of here? I mean, what do we got to be here for this for? <laughs> oh, God, I'm waiting for the day where this kid's able to kick a ball or catch something oh, yeah. where me and him could just do a peel off. Just, uh, you know. Listen, I, it's nice. You see the Serafina, like the flower and the rocks. But I'm looking for a guy to just hang with. Just, Matter of fact, I can't wait till this guy starts drinking. Well, listen, even before that, you just can't wait for him to be old enough to give you that look back across the room that says, yeah, I know, this is fucking ridiculous. But, <laughs> but, but what are we going to do? Right? <laughs> Like I would bet, are you more? Would you say uh, you you're more like your dad or your sister is too with the attitude towards other people? Or are you guys all the same? Jesus, that's uh, that's a good question. I think out of all four of us, my mother's the most people person out of everybody. Although she does like to be alone and she does like to have her own time, I think when my mom gets around people, very friendly, very nice, very you know talkative and engaged. Uh, my sister and I, you know, my, my my dad's a people person too. I mean, he works in the in the service industry and he's you know cutting clients all day long, so he's got to be. Yeah, you know, the gift yeah. of gab. I, th- I think when it comes to uh, my sister and I, we're kind of neck and neck. My sister is a little bit even more standoffish than I'd say I, I am. I, I, I think she would probably disagree with that. But looking at it from where I'm standing, I think my sister's more of a, you know, kind of secluded in her own little family than than I am, where I'm a little bit more out and about. So yeah, okay. But I mean, look, we're all friendly. But I mean, like. Uh, like, you know, more inclined to, like, my old man's more inclined to, like, growing up, like, we'll be in public. I remember, like, a kid came into the McDonald's barefoot, and right away my father looks over at the family's like, look at this, fucking disgusting, oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where my mom, my mom was, would never say that, you know? Uh, no, my whole family would say that. <laughs> I love it. I love Everybody it. would look at each other and tell me, look at this guy, no sex. You can't go into no sex. Uh, I mean, I already played a game with Sadie driving down the road, dump or no dump. <laughs> what, the house? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, has, and it has nothing to do with money. It's just you could have the smallest little house. Just keep it tight, man. Keep yeah, it tight. Yeah. That's all. Man. Totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So I, it's funny now with little kids. I was watching um, Cinderella with my, with my daughter the other night, you know, yeah. uh, with these kids, you watch the thing over and over again. Yeah, it's it's like it's like Rocky for adults. They 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 watch Cinderella. You know, they could watch it fifty times in a row. So now that my my daughter's a little bit more um, able to understand what I'm talking about, when Cinderella is on the screen, I go, I, I like her. She's very nice. She's very kind. And then when the when the stepsisters get on and the the mother hen, I go, man, I don't like them. Yeah. And she looks at me with kind of a confused look. She goes, you don't like them? Like, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Am I 
am I teaching her that you don't like some people and you like other people? Oh, you know, like, or or yeah. am I supposed to am I supposed to say no? They're 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 okay, but they're not as nice as as Cinderella. I mean, what, what's your take on on telling your daughter? I, I don't really like these two. I know, I dig it, bro. I mean, you don't want to raise your daughter in a world where she doesn't judge people. How boring is that shit? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, bro, you, you raise people to have the same point of view as you. Yeah, That's why no, we have right. kids. Right. That's right. I mean, like, I, I get it, you know, but sometimes you become a little bit more enlightened and you're like, okay, maybe I should teach the kid a little bit more of a different approach. To looking at people, but then another half of me is like, I don't know. I seem to do fine given the tools I have. You're doing fantastic. You're a role model, bro. Give me a break. I mean, <laughs> we need to talk, show our kids. You don't treat people like that. Look at his sisters treating them not nice. It's you know, and Disney's helping us along the way. They're, they're, they're showing that mean people are ugly. I love how they do that in their movies. All the all the good people are beautiful in the cartoons. <laughs> All the all the mean people got warts and shit, right? See, so that what are we teaching our kids there? If a, a woman comes up and asks you to get in a van, if she's stunning, hop in. <laughs> oh god. So oh, yeah. Man. So uh, what else have we been doing? Not that I'm telling you though that the mo- the mood that I at right now, looking outside this window and the sun just cascading through the screen is just something to behold i mean it's it just changes my whole outlook on this pandemic 80 degrees is just yeah it does wonders to the mood it it does man it's i mean we just sniffed a little 55 last week and even that got me hopped up we've been having snow so i hear you and you haven't really had a chance to enjoy that house you kind of moved in among a pandemic about to kick in so it's like Almost, you didn't get a chance to just feel the house out over your own, you know, come home from a, a road gig, pour a wine, and check out another area of the house, a little, n- n- you know, nook or corner we all love to do. You've just been in it. Just been in it, and uh, we we uh, th- we were having some work done to it while while we were, you know, entering the pandemic, so we had to send all the workers out. So, you know, like I can't even turn the heat or the air conditioning on in in half of the rooms in the house. Now, I'm I'm not saying, and again, I have to preface this stuff. I know, I know. Thank God we got a roof over our head, food to eat. Can we just lay that down once and have DJ Hank play that? Like play to, play to, we know we're lucky. After every time, after, before every time we're going to complain about our lives, <laughs> just play that so we can get that out of the way. Yeah. I just want to thank. Thank God we got a roof over our head, food to eat. Da, 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 yeah. I think we need to say that one again. Yeah. All right. So that aside, you're very grateful. You're lucky. Most people, a lot of people have a worse, of course. Hit me with it. Yeah. So I'm just saying, yeah, uh, yeah there's some places that. You know, the air to heat doesn't work because it's not hooked up to the thermostat that's on the wall. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, some of the rooms are cold, some of the rooms are hot, but hey, you know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm uh, speaking of rooms, bro, I've decided I got a room upstairs, nice size. It's about 12 by 12, not too big, not too small. And I said to Jackie, 
I want to turn this room into a gym. It's been a dream of mine since 18 years old. You know that. I talked to you about that. Like, I'm dying to lift weights with no shirt on, bro. Oh, bro. Uh, bro I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. No, interrupt. Talk to me. You've been doing that? I, yeah, I did it. Oh, God. Does it make you want to go and kiss the mirror? Like, I want to ask myself out. I got, <laughs> bro, it's a totally different experience. And I got to tell you, when I did it, I was doing the count out loud and I was talking to myself. So I was doing a set of like dumbbells bench press. Yeah. And I'm like, one. Oh, man. Two. Oh. And I'm like, come on, bitch. Yeah. I dig it, bro. I dig it. Then did you do a get off the bench and do a flex into the mirror and fuck? Oh, but not even a flex. I did like an Arnold three poses, uh, like I was doing Mister Olympia. I'm like, look at a tricep uh, horseshoe. Oh god! And literally, all that makes you want to do is do it again, do it again, make it tighter, <laughs> right? Fuck. So. So are you putting up a gym in this 12 by 12? Putting up a gym. I'm, 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 listen, I'm thinking along the lines, if you ever stay at a boutique hotel and they just got a nice little gym that if you're the only one in there, you're like, this has got everything I need. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we already ordered the, uh, Jackie was really cool about it too. So we already ordered the floor, which is going to be foam. Can't go rubber, too heavy. Nice thick foam. Um, I ordered my... Uh, I like the elliptical with the arms and the legs. Mm-hmm. That's good for the hip and everything else. That's my machine. So I ordered one of those on the way. And I got dumbbells that go up to 50 pounds. And Jackie got me for my birthday, my favorite thing. You know what those TRX straps are? The, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love those. So those are going to dangle off the wall. And uh, and then there's room. If she wants, she's probably not going to do a treadmill because she runs outside, but maybe a nice rowing machine down the line. Got to check out the room uh, with one of those um, water things to make it row. And mirrors all around. Yeah, can't beat it. Yeah. I, I'd even get a, I gotta get mirrors on the ceiling. When you're doing the bench, you can just look and stare up at yourself. Oh, God. Come on. What are we doing? Let's get it. <laughs> And here's the deal, right, Jack? He's like, it's a guest room. Uh, we still have another guest room with a bathroom off of the other guest room for, for the first guest. But she's like, but if we have two people, two groups come, I go, when does that happen? Like three times in six years? And, yeah. and I go, and I got this other nook over here where I can put the extra beds and put a curtain so they'll have privacy over here. I go, what do you think the guests would rather have? This little nook over here and a gym. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, come on. Or do you think they want to sleep with their head next to my elliptical machine? This is... so. But here's the funny thing, bro. As far as advice on equipment and stuff, the best person for me to ask is a buddy of mine who owns the gym in town. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so tough when you're in a position where you're asking advice from somebody that you're also indirectly saying, so I won't be coming back to your establishment. <laughs> I'm canceling my membership (laughs) after you tell me. Yes. Thanks for the advice on the elliptical and shut me down after April. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I'm going to probably keep that thing going too because I like the social aspect. But I'm so, bro, do you love this? Because this is the first time you ever had this too. To wake up and to go to your gym without even leaving your house, is that fantastic? 
I got to tell you, it has been an amazing addition to our lives to just literally, like you say, roll out of bed and you're on the treadmill. And uh, it's it's outstanding. It's I highly yeah. recommend if anybody has a chance to make a small sliver of their house, uh, a like what Pete's doing. Man, does it save you on time? To, even if you had a treadmill, I know a lot of people have a treadmill uh, at the house. By the way, I got to yeah, tell you yeah. this, and, and, and I'm not, and I don't know if we talked about this, I'm not yeah. into putting the treadmill in the bedroom. Oh, no, no. I mean, Jackie said, maybe we'll get a treadmill, I'll put it in the mudroom. I'm like, hey, what ew, everything goes in the gym or it doesn't come in here. We're not scattering fucking equipment around the house. <laughs> Right. That's, that's, that's what I said. And I and I understand people might not have maybe an extra room to put a treadmill in, but I've been in the situation where I you know, I first moved out to LA in nineteen ninety eight. I had a one bedroom apartment and I like to work out. Now, I was like, I ain't fucking putting a, a treadmill in my apartment. Like I don't wanna sit there and watch a TV show. And then look to my right, and there's a large treadmill in the room. Right. I'd rather, I'd just rather yeah. run outside. That's it. And by the way, what if you are on the treadmill, you're five miles in, you're like, I can't bang out two more because I will make the room smell like a fucking locker room and I still got to sleep here. <laughs> yeah. Right? And you can't... So, yeah, no, I'm not into that. Did you lift weights? You probably lifted weights in your one bedroom. In my one bed? No, I was no. never. The only time I had a weight set was when I was growing up in the basement of my house. I had a bench and those, like, sand plastic weights. Yeah, Remember those? I had those too, man. Mine were gray. Yeah, mine were beige. Oh, all right, yeah. And you had, like, what, twos, fives, and tens, and 20s. Whoa, that was crazy. It went up to 25. I had 25, tens, and fives. I had a bench bar, and I had two dumbbells. And then yeah. on the bench, it had that that weird um, that leg machine. You know, like you could yeah. bench and then pop up, and all of a sudden start doing uh... working the hammies. <laughs> that thing sucked. It would roll all the way up your shin. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> right. Oh, oh that's, God, you're so I had the angry. same bench, bro. That's how, well, I don't even know if I, that's how I had my first orgasm ever in my whole life. I don't know if I ever told you that. Oh, <coughs> yeah, lifting those. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 what in the, in, the, in the garage, you know, I don't know, what is it, 10, 12? I have my sand weights like you, and uh, I, I, you know, bench in the garage, cranking tunes, and I, I was li- doing my dumbbells, and as I was lifting them up, it was getting harder to get them up, but like, like when I would like kind of, it was starting to feel good down there. It was weird, and then it was like I, I could get them all the way up, but instead I just held them in one spot because it felt like really good, and like I was t- push, pushing my legs together. And this might be an edit, but then you know, then I, then I, I put them down, you know, and like I check in there, and it was like, you know, it was like. I, I, I knew what that was. I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? That was, what was that? It was weird. Wait a minute. Yeah. You, you, you came in your pants while bench pressing? Yeah, yeah, in the garage. <laughs> it was like, did you ever, were you one of those people that when you climbed the ropes as a kid, it felt good? No, bro. When I work out, my 
dick is small. I, I don't have a fucking boner while I'm benching. I don't think I... I mean, listen, I, I don't have a boner either. You don't even get... Listen, I mean, Wayne and Goth said it in uh, Wayne's World in the movie when Goth goes, oh, it's like when you get that funny feeling when you climb the ropes. And I was dying laughing and like all the guys around me like, what are you talking I don't even get that. But it's like when you would strain really hard, you know... And the I can't, but bro. And then you would like squeeze the rope. It was so embarrassing looking back. As the gym teacher was probably like, he'd be like, "All right, come down, Pete." And he he must know about this. So he's like, "Oh, I got another rope fucker up there." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I never that, I never got aroused while uh, while working out. It's just it's it's the least really. That's odd. Bro. It's so far from my mind. Bench pressing and going. Oh yeah! That, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. Wait, wait! I'm not <laughs> saying it was the goal. It just kind of happened. It was a bizarre <laughs> thing, you know. You kind of keep it to yourself. But DJ Hank, oh. can we get your take on that? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let 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 Hank chime in with his uh, his rope or bench story growing up. Oh my God, dude, that is so bouncy. <laughs> Never. I never had those feelings ever. I'm with Sebastian, guy. No, man. I, oh, I, wow. I, I gotta tell you. I think, I think, um, I think that my, my penis size decreases quite considerably as I'm working out. Now, do you think if you worked out without anything, right, bro? Just putting the towel down for when you're benching, uh, only wearing sneakers and socks. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that would? That would bring it, like, you know, you think your area would go, oh, I'm, I'm part of the workout now. Nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That would look, I mean, it, I couldn't imagine working out in my socks and sneakers and doing doing uh, biceps. And uh, Lana walks in and goes, what the fuck are you doing? No, this <laughs> No, <laughs> this has to be a guarantee. No one would ever know. Even in your mind, you're like, I ain't even sharing this on the cast. You lock it up. You start doing squats. You start to see muscles on the inside groin area where you're like, wow, <laughs> I don't think I could ever work out with clothes again. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. <laughs> now, do you, oh, my God. Are you, uh, when you did this shirt thing, you do you, you start the workout with the shirt, or you just right out of the gate, no shirt? No, I started with the shirt, cool. and then I'm looking around, and I go, what the hell I got a shirt on for? And 10 minutes in, the thing came off. Boom. And uh, I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's liberating, but it's also very revealing at the same time. I mean, yeah, you get a nice pump on the chest and the biceps. You're looking at the mirror. That's great. But then you look around your midsex and you're like, man, I got, I got to start running. Oh yeah, wow. I hear you. Hey, listen, we all got the quarantine ten. We all got it. <laughs> I don't have the quarantine ten. What I did is I weighed myself the other day for the first time in five weeks, and what I've been able to do, which is fascinating, is to maintain my weight going into the quarantine. I was one ninety eight going into this thing and i'm still 198 six weeks later so with all the working out i've been able to offset the loaf of bread and brick of cheese i had last night with two beautiful glasses of tuscan wine god was it good 
<laughs> well, so so this is just about getting everything redefined. I hear you. And listen, for you listeners out there, especially the guys, you're going to be like a little bouncy or conversation. Just keep in mind, Mario Lopez and Mark Wahlberg worked out together shirtless. What? Come on. That's... So do you think they... Do you think someone takes the shirt off first? And then the other guy goes, oh, oh yeah? And then they take that, or do you think they come in shirtless? Mario Lopez doesn't wear a shirt above 65 degrees unless he's working. <laughs> uh, unless he's working. Even when he goes to the deli for coffee, it's no shirt. That, oh, yeah, I'm telling you. And, and Wahlberg, uh, yeah, these guys, they can't wait to take their shirts off. They come in, they don't even start with the shirt on. I'm sorry. My shirt would only come off in front of another man at the beach. And I usually uh, play that by ear. If we're not swimming. Yeah. If we're not swimming. How do you do that at this age? Because, uh, you know, when I was in my 20s, my shirt was off as soon as I got outside, really. I mean, I didn't wait for anybody to do anything. I'm like, I'm, my shirt's coming off. I mean, I cut, I cut the grass. Yeah. I, I didn't even put a shirt on. I came out in socks, sneakers, and a pair of shorts. No shirt. I'm just. I'm. I'm ready to roll. No. Oh, so. <laughs> I love it, man. As you grow older, though, I think uh, your yeah. method is more prevalent. Where you start to, you start to look at the party. Say you go to a pool party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you start to look, and you're like, all right, you know, that guy's got his off. That guy, maybe I take mine off. I mean, yeah. you're not coming into a pool party, and you're not the first one taking the shirt off at this age, are you? No. My, what I'm liking now as I get older, I go with those short sleeve button shirts, and it's like, first of all, I come in already buttoned down to the Mother Mary on my chain. You can see that dangling. <laughs> uh, and then at some point... Uh, depending on, like, if, especially if I want to take it off and no one else is, I'll, I'll end up where I'm unbuttoned, doing, like, a Kevin Costner in 1987. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just letting everybody know. That's like when a show's about to start and they flick the house lights in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the unbuttoning is. That just lets everyone know, take your seats, because the, <laughs> the shirt's coming off in 10 minutes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, I would, yeah. I've been to a pool. What's your take on this? I, yeah. I've been to a pool party, and uh, I've seen a grown man in his 40s get into the pool and and leave the T-shirt on. Have you ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Brew is like that, too. Brew will never take. It's always T-shirt, even in a pool. Is that just a, a mental thing? I mean, obviously, Brewer's not a heavy guy. Do guys just generally go, yeah, I'm going in with my shirt on. I just, I never understood the whole shirt look in water. I don't know. Maybe I feel like they might be taking it to another level with the, uh, you know, what are we bathing together? We're all going to be buck naked. I mean, wear a shirt, have some class. I mean, in their heads, you know, but you ever see them come out of the water and it's stuck to the shoulder? Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's either hair and their nipples through the shirt. It's, <laughs> it, it, it's awful. The only guy I could really see getting away with wearing a shirt in a pool is Sinatra. He would do that? Like, get it wet? I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I would just feel like I don't think he would do that. But if Sinatra got out of the pool with a short sleeve button-down shirt with a collar... Would you go, oh, wow. 
That's beautiful. I, I, I would. I would think it's the cool next thing to do. You're right. It's because the perception of the shirt on has always been growing up. The heavy set guy doesn't want to be seen. But the thing is, yeah. you'd be less likely to be noticed for being fat if you weren't wearing the fucking kiss t shirt <laughs> in, in the fucking lake to begin with. <laughs> Do you think these guys that wear a shirt in the water have a specific shirt? It's almost like a bathing suit where they go, oh, yeah, my kiss shirt is my oh, is my, bathing, oh, is my Absolutely. The shirt that best still doesn't show the skin when it's soaking wet. Um, but this is all before those wetsuits came out. I mean, somebody smartened up on that. They looked around, saw all these fat fucks in T-shirts, <laughs> said, I'm going to make a nice little rubber zipper thing, you know, <laughs> out of scuba gear. <laughs> so, so, so do you think the scuba shirt is more acceptable in a, at a pool party? Like, if you saw a guy in a scuba shirt at a pool party, would you go, oh, yeah, this guy thinks it's his bathing suit? Oh, yeah, come on, it's no different. That's why they don't want it to be too hot. If it's over 80 and they're wearing that thing, then they look, they, again, they look like, come on, what are you doing? It's not that, it's not that cold to be wearing it. It's, yeah. But it's no different. You ever see a heavy set guy on a bicycle and he's all decked out with the stuff? He looks a tad less funny than the same guy, the same fat guy in flip-flops and cutoffs, right? <laughs> <laughs> or does he? Or does he? I don't know, bro. What's in the name? We may never know. Did you see I got a great uh, text from Watt? He said, Pete, stop being so insecure. I would never do a fadeaway guy. I'm in it for the long haul. Loving the two to three casts a week. Episode 1 to episode 1,000, I'm all in. I said, bro, that's like uh, Adrian coming out of the coma telling Rocky to win. Win. What are we waiting for? Take this! The Pete and Sebastian Show. I got to run some uh, father advice by you. I got to tell you a quick story, and I really need to know... If I took it too far. Uh, Because you and I are on the same page a lot, all right? So long story short, with the corona and all going on, Sadie and I do a lot of playground stuff in the backyard. And she's got these rings that she goes back and forth. And I would go, all right, you got to back and forth. The ground is lava, hot lava. And whatever, she falls and laughs. And it just, we've been doing it too much. And it wasn't like, you know, it's not really hot lava. I'm like, I got to raise the stakes, right? So I go in the garage. And I come out with a... I got old. I got scissors, right? And I got the old kind. You ever see the old scissors? They're metal, and even the handle's black iron. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a pair of those in the garage. Bought them at a, oh, at a garage sale. Wait, the whole scissors black? <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's like chip. There's like chips on <laughs> it, so there's some silver poking. Through. Oh yeah, absolutely. I bought it at a yeah. garage sale. I had my father-in-law show up in that shit. So this thing is tight. I have it in the garage. Industrial, I love it, right? Old school scissor. I bring it out back and I'm clicking it, chit, 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 as I do. And I go, all right, I can't make fire. Uh, so here's the deal. I go, when you go across, if you don't make it, I snip some of your hair. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, and she lo- loves her long flowing hair, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> side note, Jackie said to her the other day, I got to cut your hair a little bit soon, Sadie. It's like, we, we can't get to anywhere. So I said to Jack, how much you plan on cutting? She's, and she's like, a couple inches. And she goes, why do you care? I go, no, nah, I was just wondering. But I cared because when I went to do this, 
I go up to her, and she's on the ring, and I go, here's the deal, and I hold up a hair, and I show like, like, like an inch and a half, which I guess is a lot for a girl. I go, this chunk right here, I'm going to cut if you fall in. Okay, Dad, no way, but okay. I go, hey, hey, we got to raise the stakes. And then as she does that, I go, and I'm going to be snipping them right by you, like so, like in your face. And I go, but if you move, I make sure I'm not in your way, but there's distractions. She's giggling. She thinks it's funny. She does it. She falls. I chase after her. Now, this is where I need your opinion, right? And she's running away, giggling, and I'm running, and I'm squeezing the scissors as I run. I'm, you know, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And she runs oh, up. God, bro. This is fucking child services. Bro. What are you, bro? This is, this is about don't make a deal with the big boys if you're not going to hold up your end of the deal. All right? She can't think every time we play a game, if she doesn't do whatever it is I challenge it to, that I'm going to just go, oh, you're so sweet. No, this is don't fucking play games all the time unless you're playing a game. So... <laughs> No, I'm talking to you like this. So I chase her. I'm going to get you. And she runs over to the to the front porch. And I go, I even say, I go, give me the peace sign right now. You give me peace, I'll give you peace. We're cool. And she goes, no, I don't trust you anyway. And she runs more. I'm like, all right. So I chase her. I catch her. And she's doing that thing where she's collapsing to the ground. I'm trying to hold her up. And every time I try to grab her hair, she's knocking my hand away. She's like, no, no. And she's giggling and yelling and giggling. And yelling. I can't make out. It's so screaming. I go, I got to do it. I got to do it. And finally, I knock her hand away. And I cut about an inch and a half. And I hold it up. Bro, she looked up at me like I was a monster. She's crying. She goes, oh, could you? Oh, and she runs to the porch. And I'm going, oh, come on, say, come on, come on. Don't come near me. And I, I go up to the porch, and she's face down on the porch swing crying. And I lean over the railing, and I'm like, say, come on. How could you do it? Say, don't, I have a who would do that? Or something like that. And I go, listen, I was, it was a joke. The scissors are down. It was a joke. I'm sorry. Daddy's sorry right now. I go, I'm sorry. And then I go, listen, though, say, I asked you. And you made a deal, and you lost. So I cut your hair. It's like, you can't, but you can't just do that. <laughs> and I go, listen, mom's going to cut it anyway. It's fine. But it was, uh, I go, I promise I'll never play with you that serious again. And uh, are we cool? And she's like, yeah. And I had to blow a nose. But, bro, I feel, and then here's my question to you. I feel, moving forward, whether we're hiking or this or that, if she says, damn me too, or this or that, she knows. Sometimes it's fun in games, but sometimes it's fucking not. Your take. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know how an innocent little hangout with your father yeah. turns into your 50-year-old dad running around the yard <laughs> with sharp scissors. <laughs> chasing after his daughter, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> and, and then... Gets her, captures her, and is in a struggle with his daughter, still with scissors in his hand. Right? Yeah. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gets stabbed, and I could fall out at any minute, and then actually goes through. Like, I thought you were going to have maybe some little fake hair in your pocket. You would go, oh, look, I cut your hair. Who the fuck cuts their daughter's hair because they lost the bet. <laughs> it was more than the bet, bro. She fell in the in the in the lava. It was a lava. 
But oh <laughs> my god, bro! These games you're playing, no other parent is doing this shit. I, but I feel like some of the stories you tell about your dad at the time seemed a little bit, you know, I, for lack of a better word, crazy, old school Sicilian fucking nuts. And now, you know, you 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 bring up them now, and, and you're so grateful for them. They molded you into what you've become. I get it, but you're you've taken this to a level where even old Sicilian men would hear that story and go, "You fucking nuts!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do feel like she'll be in college drinking beers, going, "Yeah, one time my dad cut my head during the quarantine, chased me around." With this. <laughs> well, man. I, I I get the lesson. I get the lesson because now she walks away with the lesson of consequence and pressure and yeah thank you bro exactly consequence more than anything yeah so you know her actions definitely have a reaction i just think the reaction is too far i mean the betting has got to be somewhat you know okay if you fall you can't have ice cream tonight or not you're losing your hairdo. I well, that's the thing though. I was trying to put the pressure on as much as possible. If she could look back even at ten years old at what went on when she was six in that moment, she would say, Oh geez, yeah, in hindsight, I'd let you take that little piece of hair instead of not giving me an ice cream sundae. It was just trying to find what she valued the most and putting it at stake. You know, oh man! But wait, did you tell your wife this? Uh, no, I haven't actually told her that one. But, but wait, so so yeah. your daughter's walking around with a chunk of hair missing, and your wife doesn't go, "Where's her hair?" Well, her hair is so long, and uh, Jackie plans on cutting it tomorrow or the next day. That it's got to be once she combs it all out, she'll go, "Why does it go up over here for an, an inch?" And then I'll... And now, are you going to say something? I will, but I mm, she might say something before then when they do it tonight. Sadie rats me out. Constantly, the only reason she hasn't now is because it was my birthday and everybody got sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, is that unheard of? Bro? I don't know. What a story. Right, but I exactly consequence. And again, moving forward, ninety times out of a hundred, we play a game and I'll giggle and not make a accountable for what she did. But in the back of the head, she'll know. Shit. Sometimes he does. So you're a monster. Yeah, I got the questions uh, for the uh, Newlywood game. I haven't looked at them yet, but you did send them. All right. Looking forward to answering those. We're going to have the wives on uh, playing the, uh, I don't know, what, what do you call the game? Well, I guess they call it the Newlywed game, but uh, it's it's set up very basic. In a nutshell, it's going to be fun, man. I think uh, I sent 10 questions to Lana and Jackie about, you know, our marriages or whatever, same questions for them, and then the same questions for us about them. And then there's a rapid round. DJ Lewis, I sent it all his way. He's going to put it all together so nobody sends their answers to me. They send them to DJ Lou. It's going to be a fucking blast. Hopefully DJ Lou is going to be able to host it. Bro, another great hang with you. (sighs) How you doing? Uh, We'll get through this. We'll get through this. Once again, guys... Uh, the fans of the cast, we've got a lot of new people hopping on with this Corona thing. People are discovering the Pete and Sebastian show. Uh, we still ask the fans of the show, go rate the show, go to iTunes, go wherever you're listening to the podcast. Tell us how you feel about it, negative or positive. 
We just want people engaged in our show, and we really do appreciate the listenership. So that oh, being yeah. said, can I say one last thing uh, to you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where you were going with uh, Watt. Uh, I, I toyed, I toyed with him. Someone mentioned him in a newlywed game, but I can't because he, yeah, he's he's still too new to the marriage. He'll be too uh, overly. Uh, yeah. He's not going to be totally honest like we will about the wives. We've been in it a while. Yeah, you got to be completely in, engulfed in the relationship, <laughs> of marriage, to be able to talk freely about your uh, significant other. And I think you're going to get that when we do the show. So, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, to the wives finally joining us after a six year stint on this thing. Wow. They're, they're hopping on the hopping on the cast, and I think people will really enjoy it. Nice, bro. Great hanging. All right, take care, guy. The show has ended. And I'm like, one. Oh, man. Two. I'm like, come on, bitch. Yeah. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.